that's how sometimes it works like that. Just random. You get a little Pantera after that, after Song of the Night. Yeah, the, the music that comes out of commercial breaks is random. It, it's in a uh, it's in a rotating cart that just picks random songs. We yeah. can't act, we can't see what's going to be spit out next. And we were just talking about Metallica and Pantera, and boom, there you go. Some the walk. sign they're listening, Abdah. See, I love yeah, I, like I love it. Dimebag Daryl as a guitarist so much. And like him and Vinnie Paul, the two brothers, they were Pantera. Yeah. Like Phil's a good, vo- like Phil's a great metal vocalist, great metal vocalist. Though he's got tons of range. Just listen to Cemetery Gates, like tons of range. But it's not like if if they were if this iteration of Pantera was coming around, they're like, hey, we're playing the Aragon. I'd be like, nah, not for me. But since they're opening for Metallica, like I'm going to be there anyway. Yeah, I'm going to go sense. and I'm going to go and enjoy it. Black and Abdallah, weeknight 6A, right here on ESPN 1000. We're talking Bears football with you here on ESPN 1000. If you want to call us, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Here's the update from Bears practice today. Everyone's injured. Not really, uh, <laughs> but a lot of people are. Uh, Larry Borum did not practice today with an ankle-slash-knee injury. Jaquan Brisker, concussion, did not practice today. Chase Claypool, knee injury, limited today. Justin Fields, shoulder, limited today. Kyler Gordon, concussion, did not practice. Dante Pettis, illness, did not practice. Riley Reef, back, did not practice. Trevor Simeon, oblique, did not practice. And Kendall Vildor, ankle, limited. So there you go. That's the injury report today from the Chicago Bears as they get back to practice. Bears Packers week. Matt Eberflus talked to the media today. Here's his update on Justin Fields. Fields, uh, shoulder, uh, he's going to be limited today. Um, as he was last week, uh, he continues to improve, but he'll be day by day as we go. And then he updated the rest of the quarterback situation because if you have fields that can't go and Simeon's going to not practice oblique injury, what do you do? Uh, Trevor Simeon, because of uh, his uh, oblique uh, injury that he, that he had, uh, will be out today uh, for rest. Uh, he'll also be day by day. And as you, you will see in, in a little bit, we signed Tim Boyle uh, from Detroit practice squad. Uh, sign up to the active roster uh, just for uh, purposes of, you know, when you have two quarterbacks that are dealing with injuries and you have Nate also Nate on the roster, it's really just a, a we're doing it for a precaution to make sure we're covered, covering all of our bases and we're squared away with that. And Ryan and his staff did that um, uh, recently. And it's really because of the uh, familiarity he has with Luke, you know, obviously being in Green Bay from the 18 to 20 there. So that's squared away there. Matt Eberflus also talked about, uh, he was asked whether or not the bye week next week factors into your decision with Justin Fields this week against the Packers. This is what Matt Eberflus had to say earlier today. Yeah, it's really just day-to-day, so it doesn't really factor in. Um, it's really what he is this week. you know. So if he, you know, like those three hurdles we talked about, been talking about, if he feels really comfortable and feels great and his mobility and strength's back from the medical staff, and then we look at as GM head coach, look at it and say, hey, green light, then it's a green light, you know, so we'll see it uh, during the course of the week. But this is an, on a one week thing day to day for this week. And then Justin Fields met the media immediately after Eberflus spoke. So since he was limited today at practice, he was able to meet the media. He was pretty short. Here's the back and forth with reporters earlier today. Give us sort of a comparison last Wednesday to today in terms of how you're feeling and where you're at and where the limitations are. Yeah, uh, I feel better than last Wednesday for sure. So, um, just feeling better each and every day. What, what, what is still not there for you that, that you're still trying to get? Uh, I'm not sure. We'll figure out today at practice and, uh, you know, figure out what I can and cannot do. 
Are you proceeding through the week expecting to start on Sunday? Uh, it just depends on, you know, what I can do in practice and stuff like that. So, again, it's my first first day this week when I'm getting out on the field. So, we'll see you know, more after today. What could you do last week? Um, just basic stuff. Um, so, again, we'll see. I feel better than last week. So, we'll see how I feel this week and uh, after today's practice. So there you go. Justin Fields today at Hallis Hall. We'll see. All right. Limited today in practice. We'll find out more tomorrow as they'll update the media on the status of Justin Fields and his practice situation tomorrow. We probably It'll probably be like last week. It'll be a Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport. Someone will tweet it out Saturday, Friday night or Saturday and say, hey, Justin Fields probably isn't playing. That's probably what'll happen. This is what happened last week. The same thing happened last week. He said he feels better, but... Again, there's no reason to rush him out there. You're not in a playoff hunt. You're not playing for anything. You're playing for reps and to get some more familiarity with your wide receivers, with Claypool and with Komet and with Vilas Jones, I guess. There is no reason to rush him out there, but if he is healthy, I want to see him play. Oh, absolutely. I don't yeah, think yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah. I don't think there's benefit for him being healthy and just sitting. No, that's your job. Like, you're a football player. If you're yeah. healthy, you go out and play. But if, like, if he's even 90%, just sit another week it's fine yeah but if you're if you're 90 percent and you can't get injured more then why wouldn't you if it's a risk of re-injury then keep him out yeah yeah but again this packers defense isn't great like i'd be more worried if this was the eagles this week if this was the bills this week i'd be like i don't know they're, they're coming up i know i know but you have the extra week of rest to help him out so hopefully they can do something with that so today is uh, November the 30th. Tomorrow's December 1st. Tomorrow is December 1st. It's wild. Um, have you started to get your Elfster lists, uh, your, your oh, emails? I have you been you getting were just going to move on. You, these emails uh, in your inbox? You know, because like, here's, an how Elfster? The, here's how the two family, my two sides of the family do it. Uh, my wife's side and, and then uh, my side of the family, we, we stop giving gifts to individuals. Yeah. Right? So you, you put your, you go to the website, Elfster, and you, you sign up, and then someone coordinates it, mm-hmm. and then it picks out, you have a random uh, gift exchange. You have one person that you only have to buy for. It makes a lot of sense, especially for adults. Yeah. Now, little Secret kids, Santa. Little kids, I get it. Little kids yeah. deserve they to get all the, the gifts, and yeah. everyone should get the kids' gifts. But when you have a bunch of adults getting together for yeah. their, the holidays... Like, just get gifts for one person because most of us are just buying what we need anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, who's making a, a list that you kind of, like, you don't know of the things that you already want? Like, it's almost more of a challenge to come up with things and oh, put on my list. definitely is. Right? Like, yeah. do you have, if someone said, hey, give me your list, what would you even put? Like, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know either. I put some golf balls on it. Like, okay, I could yeah. use them. Yes. Like, it'll be nice to golf have balls, in, yes. in May yeah. when, when they're ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Um, so I, I was see, I got my second one today. Second one. Yeah, so you sign up, you Mr. accept Popular. it, and then, well, it's both sides of the family. Okay. It's a way to do it. Listen, the, the one side had a problem with it last year, and we all had to get gifts for individuals. It was, it was a problem. It oh. was a thing. Oh. They did it once, and it was a great they success. They didn't like it? And then there was a problem, oh, okay. and so then we did away with it. Was it was a great success. Why didn't they like it? Listen, I don't, I don't know. It's, I just, I'm from afar observing, saying, you know what? It's easier if we just do the Elf's Elf yeah, deal, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so I was thinking to myself because I, I got my second one and I had to submit my wish list and it's basically gift cards and golf balls, right? Like there's yeah. nothing else. So I started to think back to like back in the day. What was something when you were a kid that you couldn't wait to have 
for your holiday, mm. for Christmas. Mm. Was there something that when you think back to being a kid, that there was that one gift that you just absolutely loved? Now, yes, this is James Bond music. But for those who grew up in the 90s, this is very specific James Bond music for Nintendo 64. Goldeneye. So, like, when, when I ask myself the question, what was the one thing on your list from the past that was your absolute favorite? To me, the first thing that jumps to mind is N- Nintendo 64 and Goldeneye, the mm-hmm. James Bond video game, 007 Goldeneye, because not only was N64 new, so I'm, I'm thinking back to August of 1997 is when Goldeneye came out. Mm-hmm. So that would have been the Christmas of 97 that I would have asked for this. Okay. And that would have been around the time that, that I got the N64 for the first time. So I would have been 12 years old. Okay. And boy, was this the wheelhouse. Because you got Mario Kart. Yeah. Usually the second game that you got. Yeah. Was was James Bond, Goldeneye. Yeah. yeah. 007. Yeah. And then usually like the third one was like Cruising USA. I think a, a lot of people... Yeah. Head of the, the mm-hmm. N64. So when you start to think back of great games, Zelda, great presents, things that you asked for on your wish list when you were a kid, what was something that stands out? So mine was definitely the N64 and with uh, Goldeneye specifically, because I remember when this came out, it was around my birthday when the N64 was released because it was in September, right? You said it was September of 96. Uh, August 97 is August when Goldeneye 90- came out. It was Goldeneye came out. Yeah. But 64 came out September came out of 97. Yes. Yeah, okay. So the year before, I didn't have it. Same. But the second it was year... The second yes. year. So yeah. the second year, for my birthday, and as a Muslim, I celebrate Eid, they were close together. So I remember going to my parents and be like, Ma, Dad, I know <laughs> this is expensive. I know this Let is expensive. Let me break expensive. this down for Let you Let me break quick. this down for you, okay? You got my birthday, and then a couple weeks... After my birthday is Eid, right? You don't want to go shopping for two things. (laughs) Why? Put yourself through the hassle. So combine the two holidays and just get me an N64, right? Get me an N64, get me Goldeneye, and let's just call it a birthday Eid extravaganza, right? We'll combine two gifts into one gifts, and they did, and they got me the N64. And then I think for Eid, I ended up getting like a game or something like that, like from my grandparents or something, you know, because I was 12 or 13 years old or whatever. Sure. So like I, you know, so I got the game from my from my grandparents or something. So I got I got what I wanted, but like it had to, I had to do some finagling. Yeah. Like I had to do some. You had to convince them. I had to convince them. They're like, yeah, this is expensive for for just your birthday. And I was like, no, but Eid's coming up. Help a brother out. You Let's know, but, combine this. It's easier for you guys. I feel like back in the day, like during the holidays, there was always the news story of of uh, pre-Karens out tackling each other in stores over elbows oh, yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right? There's yep. always the tour. The because like the 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 knock on Karens hasn't been until recent. So they're yeah. pre-Karens, right? Yeah, they're all fighting in the yes. malls and pulling each other's yes. hair in the, the parking lots and, yeah. and I feel fighting like with, outside the Walmarts. I feel like with it was me like and Elmo. my friends. What, yeah. what else was there? Oh, Furbies. Furbies, yes. Furbies were huge. They were. I remember the Tickle Me Elmo, the Furby. Um, what was that other little thing that you could kill if you fed it too much? Or if you the Tamagotchi, feed. Tamagotchi, <laughs> Tamagotchi was big. It was a digital pet. Yeah, it was a digital pet, and my sister wanted one. <laughs> I remember that. Um, I don't really remember 
Did, like, did you ever want hot the toys? Did you ever want the Talk Boy? Oh, I had the Talk Boy. Yeah, with that, I had a Talk Boy. Did you know when they uh, when he when Kevin McAllister used that in uh, Home Alone two that it wasn't a real product at the yeah, time? Yeah, they made it after the movie. Yeah, yeah. it was only yes. made for the movie, yeah. and then they were like, "Oh, well, let's actually make this." I, had, I, got, I think I got one of those for my birthday the year after it came out again because I was like, "What year did that movie? Did those Talk Boys come out?" Like I was young. It was great. What I love the Talk Boy. Bop it. No, I never liked the bop, bop it. it. No, I don't have that hand-eye coordination. Could you explain bop it to so uh, bop it to was a something. <laughs> so bop it is this apparatus, right? Well, I'm going to use my water bottle example. And on one side. What about those listening on the radio? It had. Well, I'm just going to say, like, imagine a water bottle, right? And it, where the cap is, there was, like, something you could pull on. There was something you could twist as well as pull. And then there was a thing that you could push. And that was bop it. So it would it would say bop it, and you would bop it, and then it would go bop it, twist it, and you'd have to bop it and twist it, and then it would go bop it, twist it, pull it, and you would do this for as long as the chain went on, and you'd be like bop it, pull it, twist it, bop it, twist it, twist it, bop it, twist it, pull it, twist it, bop it, twist it, pull it, bop, and you would go like as far as long as you could until you screwed up, and then you'd have to start over. I think we should order a bop it and give it the cap for for Christmas for for the holidays. I don't know. I don't know what this is. What, am I supposed to pull it? Am I supposed to twist it? I think it'd be a nice gift. Don't you think we should get him a nice bop it? I gotta ask Soda if I can do this. <laughs> do you remember Pogs? Pogs were cool. Oh, dude. Pogs, in my hood, we played for keeps in Pogs. And if you did it, if you went home crying to your mom, guess what? You're out of the group. You got the slammers and the... I it, loved that was, Pogs. That was, that was good times. See, because Pogs, I brought Pogs to... My friend group in Saudi Arabia when I lived over there because no one had it. And then I came overseas. I came here for like a summer and people were like, Pogs. And I was like, what are Pogs? My cousins were like, you got to get into Pogs. And then I went back to Saudi Arabia and I was like, y'all, Pogs is where it's at. And then eventually everybody had Pogs. All right. So the question is this. What was the one thing from your list in the past when you were a kid? Hmm. What was that one holiday gift that was definitely on your list? For me, it was Goldeneye. The N64, what a cool game. Could not wait to open that on Christmas morning. What was the one gift from your past on your list? We'll take your calls at 312-332-3776. Black and Abdallah, we'll talk to you next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. When you're at home, don't miss Black and Abdallah. Tell your smart speaker to, to play ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Quotes uh, about the Bulls. Billy Donovan speaking to the media. Casey Johnson has uh, put this quote out from Billy Donovan. Pre-game Bulls and Suns later tonight. It's about Lonzo Ball. Here's the quote. It's been really slow. He's working through more and more, but we're not close to running or cutting or contact. Said the pain issue is still improving, but not in clear. So what's he doing? If he's not running, if he's not cutting, if there's no contact. Oh, man. What's he doing? Is he still running in water? I, Lonzo Ball is not close to running or cutting or contact. Man, y'all are coming after Ryan Poles for Kyler Gordon. Come on. Lonzo Ball, the quote from, this, the quote from Casey Johnson on Lonzo Ball. 
He's working through more and more, but we're not close to running or cutting yeah. or contact. Last I checked, that's all basketball is. It's running and cutting. The only thing and, they're missing is jumping. Yeah. Uh, that's the only yeah. thing that they're missing like there. That's, is, those are the reasons why I don't play basketball. The running. Is because of the running, the cutting, the cutting and, and the, the contact. The contact and the jumping. Like all that's. Right. Those are the main reasons why we're not professional basketball players and and a lot of guys are in the NBA. Wow. <laughs> All right, you're filling out your list. You're a kid. Go back to your mindset. I'm going back to the summer 1997. I'm 12. I'm loving watching Bulls basketball. My players <laughs> in 97 can cut and run. And run. And then take contact. Yeah, that's right. It's Michael and Scotty. Uh, 97, that Christmas is when I asked for N64 and Goldeneye, the James Bond video game for the N64. When I think back to my, my wish list of the past, I think that's my number one that, that I enjoyed, that I, I was able to ask for and receive over the holidays. Yeah, I mean, I remember that. I remember uh, asking at one point for... A bull's jacket. I remember at one point asking for a bull's jersey. You asked for clothes? Yeah, I wanted a bull starter jacket. Mine. I wanted a, I wanted a Rodman jersey. For the holidays, you gotta ask you go bigger. Bikes. Not the little, no, see, the little car. Nah, you, see, know, you gotta the understand. Car. You gotta understand. You grew Video up games. you grew up in a Christian household. <laughs> you got your birthday and you got Christmas and like kinda Easter. Like we yeah. got, we got two Eids and a birthday. Yeah, we celebrated Easter. Easter was like mini Christmas. Yeah, we got two, we got two Eids and a birthday. I had three gift giving opportunities, three gift getting opportunities. So like, I can't ask for like the like the bike, you know, because I'm like, well, I, and it's coming around again. Like I can ask for like the handlebars. <laughs> I get something else later. Like maybe I get the pegs afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> there are some good options in the Twitch chat. If you're watching the show, you can watch us ESPN 1000 Chicago. Uh, it's where you can find us every single night on Twitch. You can watch the show. You can join the chat. Air hockey table. That was a staple of all my friends' uh, basements back when we were Man. kids. Every every kid that I was friends with. <laughs> Every kid that I didn't have one, every friend that I had had an air hockey table in the basement. It was cool. We had one in our apartment, but that's because we got one. I had one in my house. Not when I was growing up. It was like when we moved back here, I was older and we got it. I guess it was like a it was like a floor model that was like 80% off, so my mom just bought it. I was like, all right, I guess we have an air hockey table now. Those kids are the coolest. The air hockey table kids yeah, and the yeah. pool table kids. The pool table kids were cool because that's a hustle you can learn later in life. Yeah. I feel like air hockey, you're just kind of... I love like, that. There's no skill in air hockey. Yeah, there's, the be- there's skill in pool. You know what I always found, uh, found valuable in that, those settings was, okay, you're, you're hanging out with your friends in their basement, right? Their house, their rules, uh, and then you, you, you're in a hangout, right? And usually there's just like a movie playing. Yeah. Or you're playing video games back in the day when you're really younger. There were like two controllers, right? So like, there's a lot of sitting around watching other people play video games. Basically, it's what Twitch is now. Yeah. The best part about the the house that had the air hockey table or the pool table was that if you weren't included, yeah, in the game that was taking place or the movie that you're watching was boring, mm-hmm. you would get up and go play the pool or the air hockey or whatever game that they had in the basement and that that was like it was a good way to yeah. kill time while you were waiting to get back on the controller 
Yeah, like I remember I had a friend, you know him, growing up that he had a pool table in his basement and we would that's what we would do. People would be playing video games. This is back this is Xbox days though, so you get four people playing and like the fifth and sixth people down there would be playing pool. Uh, and then it'd be your turn and you'd go and play. But then you could also see that's why that's why kids don't know about that life anymore. Because when Xbox came out, you could connect four Xboxes together and have four people playing at the same time on each Xbox. You could have 16 people playing at the same time. No one was ever left out. Those were parties. No one was ever left out. No one knows what it it was like to be like, no, I got this level. You got to wait until I die to play Zelda or whatever. Your holiday wish list. When you were a kid, what was the one thing that had to be on the list? James and Munster, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, James? Black. Abdallah, what's up, the H? How you guys doing? What's up, James? What's up, man? Little, little, little bit older than you guys. Uh, the 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 Super Nintendo. Oh yeah. Had to be had to be the Super Nintendo, and then uh, just uh, actually it was a summer wish list, but because uh, summer birthdays was the Game Boy. But I got to tell you, a great Christmas one for the regular NES. Uh, we had we had our friends spending the night before Christmas. Christmas Eve spent the night. We knew what we were getting. Legend of Zelda, first, first game that had a save option on the NES. Yeah, that's right. Got up Christmas morning, opened it up with, with uh, mom and dad there. Everybody's so surprised. We plug it in. We turn it on. There's already a save the game on there with our name. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got to hand it to us for that one. <laughs> that's awesome. That's nice. great. I love that's, that. That's fantastic. See, I was always, I remember asking call, for, Gen- for the Genesis because I was a Genesis kid not a super nintendo oh kid. yeah okay wait what's what's the name of the system that had sonic on it sega, sega genesis sega, sega genesis so, okay so okay so sega i had yeah. an argument with my wife sega or yeah. sega uh, sega i say sega sega oh damn on well because on both well because <laughs> it says it for you when you turn on sega, sega. sega. it says it for you when you turn yeah. it on oh my goodness this argument will continue Have a good night, boy. <laughs> thanks for the call james appreciate you yeah, you know, you know what's sad about that is I don't know how we both went wrong. I was a Sega Genesis kid, too. I don't think we went wrong. I think we were right. Really? I always thought we were right. I always no, like, Dude, I Mortal know. Kombat, Sonic, Toe no, Jam and Sonic Earl, games are lame. Earthworm Jim. No, Sonic games did no, not compare no, to Mario. No. Mario Sega, had it. Mario was the king. And no, then the, the Sonic games are no, like the lame attempt no, to be close Sega's to Mario. Sega's graphics were so much better. Yeah, Kendra agrees. No, Sega's graphics were so much better. Collecting coins? Like, no, 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 no. Fine, all, I'm talking about ranks. all the other games. Yeah. NHL 60, NHL 95. Okay. The sports games, yeah. much better than Madden games, like yes. Blitz. Come NBA, on. NBA Live. NBA Live. NBA Jam. NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Come on, dude. T was pretty good. Get out of here with this Super Nintendo SNES. Well, I mean, I, I wasn't was super about it. What was the uh, Super Nintendo game, um, the race game? Like M Racer or something? Mario Kart. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. It was like M Force Racing. Zero? Yes. Someone said in the Twitch chat. Yes, that game. Yeah. I was so jealous of the kids that had the Super Nintendo who could play that game and then also the Mario games. Nah, dude. No. Because I went home and I played NBA Jam. And everyone always wanted to play as Bill Clinton and Hillary in NBA Jam. <laughs> That's true. That, that is true. I will say the, the the one part when like you felt good as a kid with the Sega until you put Echo the Dolphin in. No, no one wants to play Echo the Dolphin. The worst game ever like, made for the system. Would, like, I'm going to someone's house and be like, why do you even have this? Just throw this out. Donate I, this. I think my sister Donate why this. we had that. No, uh-uh. I think no. that's why. But We're like, not even... No. But, like, Sega really lost its uh, coolness when you had to flip open the game and 
put the other game into it. Remember oh no, that? that was so cool. No, it wasn't. No, you got Sonic and Knuckles, and you could open it up, and you could put Toe no. Jam. You could put. When you had to do the Knuckles there. No, no, dude, you could put. I put an Earthworm Jim, and you could play the the levels as <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles, or you could play the Sonic levels as Earthworm Jim. It was awesome. What are you talking about? How did that technology work? I don't care. It was awesome. All right, Blanky and Abdallah, we will uh, give you your early lines for Week 13 in the NFL coming up next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Juliet, talking with Black Abdallah. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Nick? Oh, how are we doing, gentlemen? Thank you for letting me on the air. Yeah, no problem, man. What's up? I was a Genesis boy growing up, and when we were in fifth grade, I'm the same age as you gentlemen, had the gate Sonic and Knuckles. It was a big Christmas gift, and See? I had the pop and pop to where yeah. you Sonic 3 and Sonic 2. You could plug in all the other games, too, in it. Yeah, but they didn't do anything. They no, no, you could, play, you could use Sonic and Knuckles in other in the levels as in, in the other games? Well, Knuckles you could use in Sonic 3, but not until Sonic and Knuckles came out, because originally yeah. he was a bad guy working with Dr. Robotnik. Yes. And I think he's in the new movie. Sonic 2 was just Sonic and Tails. I think Knuckles is in the new movie, the new Sonic movie. Uh, now, now, Nick, were you jealous the of the Super, Super Nintendo kids? Uh, I was not, uh, because I got a Super Nintendo later, but no, I was a Sonic kid growing up, so I was not jealous. All right. All right. Good call, Nick. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks for having me on. You know, because I felt like um, for, for our generation, kids that grew up in the 90s, there were, you, there, there were, it was rare that kids had both. No, just the rich kids. No, but it was rare. It was no, rare. You had, that kids you had, had to both. take a side. Yeah, it was. You had to take a side. Sega Genesis yeah. or Super Nintendo. And Trent tweets us and says, SNES owned Genesis. It had NBA Jam also. The greatest game was Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Also, but the graphics weren't as good. Genesis had better graphics. I thought the controller was nicer, too. The controller Sega. was better. Hey, you play on a square? I need something that's ergonomic. Well, no, it was rounded. The The Super Nintendo yeah, controller but it did, was but, rounded. But the, the Genesis one was, was, conformed to your hands. It was thicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, you, I got, two, I got a Sega Genesis that still works at Do you home. Really? Yeah, and a bunch of, We've been over this. I have a Sega Genesis that works and a bunch of games still. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the one at my parents' house still works. It's rough though. Like it's, it's oh, it yeah. takes a couple times, and like you need a special adapter to plug it into like a real. Like early in the pandemic, I went and like I went to I got on Amazon and bought like the adapter to like play the games at home because we were sitting around doing nothing and there was nothing on at night. So I would just start like full game, like full seasons in NBA Jam. <laughs> Man, that was the worst. <laughs> and listen, and listen, if you had a genie, screw you. Get oh, yeah, out of here the, with a game genie with your cheat, genie? with your cheating. But what with your what with your cheating butt with the game genie yeah with the game genie get out of here all right learn him. codes the normal way <laughs> learn the codes the normal way yeah jerk no you got that stuff is passed down by word of mouth not just because you bought the extra sixty dollar like game connector Do you remember they used to sell these magazines yeah uh, that would have all the codes it was and cheats um, in them? oh my god what was the what was it called I used to get it every once in a while like it'd be I'd be like at the store with my mom I'd be like mom come on. 
Come on, Mom. I, I had the one for the Super Mario 3 game on Nintendo. So like, I called? knew all the different, I knew where all the whistles were hidden and all the different lands and all the different secrets where you could kind of navigate the map. Eric on the west side, you're on ESPN 1000. I'll shout out here in a second. Eric. Eric. Sorry about that. Yes, yes. Uh, so I wanted to talk about the Super Scope. So uh, for Christmas, when... Can you guys hear me? We got you. Super Eric? Scope. Eric, Super Scope. Okay. Locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so for Christmas one year, I got the Super Scope, but I happened to have a pink eye. And so <laughs> oh, no. Christmas Day, I get the Super Scope. And uh, have to use it off of my face to play with it, and uh, so that was terrible. But Super Scope was, was the, the the accessory that everybody had to have back in the day. So describe that for someone who's never heard of the Super Scope on Super Nintendo. What what was it? It's a uh, over the shoulder uh, like rifle, <laughs> pretty much. It looks like a bazooka, and uh, you hold the scope to your eye. And um, it's pretty much like a game or a uh, a, a gun for the game, but it mm-hmm. takes two hands to use. All right, I can never figure out the technology behind that. Could you guys? No, no, I couldn't. You know, like with Duck Hunt, Duck. Well, Duck Hunt was connected. Yeah, but yeah. but like where you pointed on the screen, it I don't knew know where it you just were knew. pointing. How it did? Just, how well, did it had like it had like the thing the on sensor. it. It had like a sensor on the inside Eric, of the gun. Do you know yeah. how that actually worked? Eric? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It had a, oh, it had a sensor. Is. Yeah. It had a sensor on it that you would put on, like, top of your TV. And uh, and then some kids would cheat, just like with the uh, the pistol gun that came with the original Nintendo. Some kids would cheat and put it right on the TV yep. so that you wouldn't have to aim. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Just put it yeah, on it was the awesome. duck. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks for the call, Eric. Appreciate you. Game Pro. Well, you you know, oh, Game Pro was the was magazine. magazine. Game right. Pro was the magazine. Cause, I was thinking. Also, of. you know, the one thing that I I was also thinking about is like you you know the cheaters, you're playing Madden against someone and they keep you know looking up over at your side of the screen. No, 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 no. Guess no. what? Plays Eyes you're off selecting. the screen, bro. Eyes off the screen. Well, you know what I would do, and I'm sure many of us uh, use this tactic against others because. I get it. Now you play Madden. You're in separate locations. You can't yeah, see the yes. other person's plays. Yes. But back in the day, both people are selecting their plays. Would you figure out a way to to be able to look through the game, um, the play sheets, yeah. but also know that, okay, on this page, that's the play I'm going to go. And then you, you like toggle down like one or two sheets yes and then you toggle quickly and then, and then hit, hit your it, button yes. so they can't see what yes. play you actually select or you learn how to audible to the hot route yeah that too but but early on in yeah. that that wasn't really a thing. no it wasn't an option and but yes early days you would go Madden, to one page you would have to and like, like the play clock would get down to like five seconds and you so they couldn't see what play you're gonna take lewis and juliet you're on espn 1000 what's up lewis hey guys um i think you're forgetting two big uh, accessories that make each Ooh. system just un- take it to another level, which is for the Sega Genesis, you got the 32X attachment, which lets you play games like Doom, which is yeah, an all-time Doom. great game. Yeah, true. And then for the Super Nintendo, that Game Boy cartridge adapter, which lets you play any Game Boy game on your big screen. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, I mean, those things were revolutionary back then. You know, you 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 double your graphics from 16-bit to 32-bit. Sure. Lewis, mm-hmm. were you a uh, Sega or a Nintendo kid? 
Uh, I was a Nintendo kid. I, I always had the Super Nintendo. The, I remember coming home one day and my mom had the original NES system with Duck Hunt and Super Mario. So ever since then, I, I mean, I had both, but the heart of me will always be a Nintendo guy. I will give Nintendo this. Game Boy was better than Game Gear. Oh, 100%. Like, Game Gear oh, was so... Tr- like, yeah. it's this gigantic Yeah, but thing. the graphics were better. The graphics were better, but you but couldn't walk sucked. around with it. The game sucked. Like, it was this big. You were sitting here, like, playing like this. A Game Boy was so compact. And so, Lewis, were you ever jealous of the, the Sega kids? Um, No, that definitely not. I had my fair share of, uh, you know, my share, fair share of systems, uh, just like the other guy that had a save file on... His Zelda game, I, I discovered I, I was getting a Game Boy for Christmas before, uh, you know, I got it. And, of course, you know, I had family members with N64s, PlayStations, Segas. So I, I was pretty covered wherever I went. Love it. Thanks for the call, Lewis. Appreciate you. All right, man. Thanks. See, Abdullah, in the extensive research that we've done, uh, what I've come to conclude is that Sega kids may have been jealous of Nintendo kids. No, I was Nintendo never, kids were never. I was jealous never jealous of, the of Sega Nintendo. Kids. I'd go over to a friend's never. house and be like, "Hey, we're playing Nintendo." I'd be like, uh, "I see this in the Twitch chat. We we're talking about gamers who were cheating back in the day when you were all sitting in the same room playing." On Goldeneye, you'd start and you go stare at a wall so other people couldn't yeah. tell where you were in the level. <laughs> I remember that because, like, the, the, uh, what was it? Uh, what's one of the first, uh, parts of Goldeneye? Where you start in the, in the bathroom? Yes. Yeah. Like, everyone knows every everyone knows you piece start in the of bathroom. that landscape. Yeah. Every part I could, of that I could map. do that map right now. <laughs> well, uh, Goldeneye was on TV the other night and I watched specifically yeah. to see the way it looks because I know the video game so much better than I know the actual movie. Uh, Videl and Antioch, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Videl? Hey, what's up, boys? Um, I just had a thought here. Um, I remember playing Sonic Sonic 2. It was specifically Sonic 2, and I was using Game Genie to get to certain parts of the stage that clearly Sonic or Tails couldn't get to. It was because it was Knuckles I can get there. I was blown away that they uh, created this device, the... What was it? The um, a cartridge on top of a cartridge thing. Yeah, Sonic and Knuckles. blew our minds. <laughs> I just I was like, yeah, I was like, that was a long time ago, you know. Like even today would be kind of cool. But uh, I wanted to comment on Game Genie etiquette, if I may. Sure, sure. Um, you've got to you you had to have beaten the game perfectly. Oh, I see. And, and then, then you can yes, use the Game Genie. Now, now it's acceptable to mess around with Game Genie. And to be honest, I did it mo- mostly for messing around with, like, you know, just um, trying to find um, different ways to, like, you know, like in Super Mario Brothers, for example, you have, like, the moon jump and all that stuff. And right, just to right. have fun. But you have to have beaten the game all the way <laughs> through to make it, you know, acceptable uh, use game genie you can't right. use it just to you beat the game the first time that's all i want i got to you say. thanks for the call Vidal. you appreciate walk, you walking into you boys are the best man thanks Thank man you. walking into your friend's house they're in their living room you're like all right let's play some game boys they kick the game genie underneath the couch yeah, I, I've beaten it. I mean, yeah, come yeah, on man i've beaten I've, it, I've beaten it. That under there i've, I've beaten it <laughs> i feel like everyone would always lie at the amount of stars they collected with mario 64 too because you know how like yeah. you could beat the game with like the fewest minimal amount of stars, yeah, or you could beat it with like 120 stars, yeah. which it means you're like beating every single piece on the map. Yeah, David in Plainfield, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, thanks guys, love the show. Um, thanks, man. 
grew up uh, in Chicago, one of uh, 11 children. So Christmas consisted of a lot of um, necessities. And sure. one year, we the only thing we communally asked for as a group was um, the original Nintendo. And so every year around December 1st, my dad would turn the handle on the basement door around to lock it so he couldn't go in the basement. <laughs> well, we'd obviously pick that lock, go down. We saw the Nintendo down there and couldn't wait for Christmas morning. Christmas morning comes, we're downstairs, open up every little present there. There's no Nintendo. Oh, no. My, we, but we know there's a Nintendo. We saw the Nintendo. My brother Jimmy says to my ma, Ma, where's the Nintendo? Uh-huh. We saw the Nintendo. Oh, no. <laughs> my mom says, starts, tear runs down her eye and is furious and cancels Christmas. Oh, no. Literally. She canceled Christmas? Christ- she can't cancel she Christmas. All the presents. Presents gone. We had to wait until about 5 p.m. before she cooled off <laughs> and let us finally play with the Nintendo. <laughs> Where was it we hidden? Still- we still crush my brother Jimmy every Christmas, saying, Jimmy, remember that Christmas when you ruined it, when you told Ma you already saw the damn Nintendo? That's great. So, David, where was it? when? Uh, were they hiding it to reveal it later? What, what was the yeah, plan? Exactly what it was. Ma had put it behind the couch <laughs> on the other side of the family room. So we're tearing through, like, animals, all of the little things and knickknacks and whatnots, and right. undershirts and socks and underwear <laughs> under the tree. All yeah, the we were, like, stuff, right? All the horrible stuff. Yeah, you know, stuff you knew you were going to get because you didn't have any. You needed underwear. Right, right. <laughs> awesome story. That's awesome. Happy holidays, guys. I love the show. Listen to it all the time. Waiting from work. Have a great night. Thanks you. Thank, yeah, thank you, you, David. Appreciate that, it. That's a great story. I love the the. I'm planning a surprise, but you kids ruined it. So can't we're yeah. canceling Christmas. That's yeah. it. Like I remember asking <laughs> for the uh, the Sega and then the N64 and like seeing a big box and I was like, well, I know what that is. Well, yeah, well, it's obvious. Yeah, that's uh, kind of. Uh, I only asked for one thing. Not a sweater. That, yeah, I only asked for a, one thing that yeah. comes in the shape of a Nintendo 64. Yeah, that's box, not a. So there's not a. I'd there's not a stuffed animal in there. Like I didn't. I didn't ask for a microwave. Yeah, so, so I, think I, I think I'm good there. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah, ESPN 1000, and now on digital FM at 100.3 HD2. Thank you to Jake Hansu and to Kendra Smith for producing today's show. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Tomorrow night, we will be live from Binnie's hey. in Lincoln Park. Come on out. We have our few whiskey celebration. Every show here at the station selected a barrel of whiskey. The barrels of whiskey will be in bottles. You can buy the different show's whiskeys tomorrow. Black and Abdallah, Carmen and Yurko, Waddle and Sylvie, Cap and Jay Hood will all be there. Mm-hmm. We'll have a live broadcast from 6 to 8 tomorrow night at the Binnies in Lincoln Park. It's going to be a great time. Taste some whiskey. Purchase some whiskey. Hang out. Hang out with everyone uh, from the station. Should be a fantastic time tomorrow night with few whiskey at Binnies in Lincoln Park. And let's say, I get it. It's a Thursday night. It's a school night. You can't make it out. That's fine. I understand that. These bottles oh. of whiskey 
You got new information? Will be out oh. at various Benny's locations. Oh, around so Chicago? Around the oh. Chicagoland area. Oh, so that right. city, that suburb. So if you want to try one of the whiskeys or buy a bottle for someone that's a big fan of, of us or of Carmen oh, and Yurko or Waddle and Sylvie or Captain J. Hood. I'm going to get you a Captain J. Hood bottle. Please do. I'm going to get you a Carmen and Yurko one so you can taste strawberry leather. Uh, <laughs> and wheelbarrow. Yes, and wheelbarrow. <laughs> like the, 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 Whatever flavors that Carmen can taste. Yeah. I don't know. He'll Exist? tell us tomorrow. This tastes like horse mane. <laughs> uh, so, the fine hair of the back of a horse. Yeah. So if you know, if you can't make it out tomorrow, we completely understand. We appreciate it if you do, but if you can't, you can go to a Benny's location uh, around the Chicagoland area, and these bottles will be on the shelves. Select locations. Select locations, Not yes. all of them, not all of them. locations, A lot of right. them, though, but not you'll, all of them, but a lot of them. You'll be able to find the Black and Abdallah bottle. Yeah. A few whiskey around the Chicagoland area. Yeah. I cannot wait to see it tomorrow and to also uh, to purchase one. I might uh, buy them all up. I, I, I might yeah. buy them up and put them on StockX. I, I agree. I think that's something that uh, we should each do. I think it's going to be a good time tomorrow night. So with few whiskey, and we'll be at Benny's tomorrow night uh, right here on ESP 1000. You can listen to the show. Uh, have you scheduled, have we scheduled the both of us, everyone, to be on? We Not Captain J. Hood yet. We told Carmen and Yurko... Oh, no. Is that going to be a problem tomorrow? Not Captain J. Hood yet. Oh, no. I don't think it'll be a problem. Hood will join us. Yeah, Hood will be a part yeah, of it. Yeah, Hood will be a part of it for sure. be a part of the show. Absolutely. He would love it. Will it will be a problem for the other part of the show? Well, because they both have to join us. Are well, they, Hood's going to be a, Hood's gonna be great. No, of course, no doubt. And Hood's going to be awesome. Join. Hood's going to be awesome. Because, you know, like, there's usually an issue that comes up when we fill in for Greeny and Crosstalk is... Uh, no. Like he wasn't told. Like Cap uh, wasn't no. told, so he said he doesn't want to do it. Uh, so no, does he? Does he know that he's going to be on the show tomorrow night? Uh, no, <laughs> I got to work out. But it's night, Cap. It, it, we're we're at an event drinking two, whiskey. I got a two a days. I got to go for a walk. Walk, 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 walk. It is the holiday season. We do need to play that. We will at some point. Yeah. For those who know what we're talking about. Block, block, All right. Block, so it block, should block. be a good time. Few whiskey tomorrow at Binnie's 6 to 8. You can listen to our show right here on ESPN 1000. We'll be live from Binnie's. Steven in Villa Park, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, how you guys doing? So when I was younger, I used to get tortured as a kid around Christmas time and Christmas morning. I was always the kid that would try to look at my present or try to guess my present. So one year... My brother and sister open up all their presents, and I have just one big present. It turned out to be like 10 different presents all in one big box because <laughs> oh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. guess what I got. Yeah, right. That's shady. That's or shady. Like, I like it. Or like, oh, for real, the one year when WWF No Mercy came out for the N64, <laughs> I got to pick that present out, wrapped it myself, knew exactly where it was. Went to go open it up, and it was a box of macaroni and cheese. That's awesome. <laughs> See, that's they before the, Jimmy Kimmel used to do, like, the Christmas thing. like the, the Yeah, did you where, throw a little kid fit over it? Uh, I was just very confused and very upset because I brought my my N64 to play it, and I was all ready. I didn't get it get it till after dinner. Oh, man. That's awesome. Good call, Steven. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Love you guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. We go to Kenny in northwest Indiana. Kenny, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Chris and Adam. You know, love talk, uh, listening to you guys every night. And Thanks, man. Yeah, I had been around the video game bit a long time. I just hit 60 years old. Luckily, my dad was into this stuff when I was a kid. He bought Pong. Oh, yeah. Then we got, then we got a game. It was like 
uh, you were evil Knievel. All it did was you had motorcycle handlebars and you jumped cars as many as you could get. And then we moved on to Atari 2600. I can tell you I've had the 2600, the 5200, ColecoVision, which was before Nintendo. Donkey Kong was on that. We had the Mattel Intellivision. Um, let's see, Sega. Um, there were so many. I bought everything for my boys, and that. And I thought I'm never buying another game. Last year I bought Switches for oh, all Nintendo Switches. Guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're a blast. We play those. So yeah. I mean, and I got a grandson that'll be coming tomorrow. First one. And oh, congratulations. Oh, congratulations! That's awesome. Yeah. I, I got to figure out what kind of game I got to get this kid too here soon. So That's I don't be know fun. what's going to be happening. Oh, by the time he's able to play, it's going to be v- it's going to be virtual reality. It'll be a VR yeah. headset. Well, you'll get to play yeah, with him. Tweet- I tweet at you guys all the time, and, uh, yeah, I said I got to call him on this. Awesome. Good Thanks, call, Kenny. Kenny. We appreciate Keep it. listening. Thank you. Uh, all right. Take care. Do you remember Paperboy for Nintendo? Oh, yeah. That game was so frustrating. Yeah, it was. Like, why was there a monster in the in the ditch, in the gutter? Because, yeah, you know. The monster arm would come out and try and knock. It was pre-it. Knock the, the, yeah. the Paperboy down. Yeah. That was a fun game. I like Paperboy. It was Paper simple. Boy. I like Paperboy. simple. Kids no one today said, can't handle that. No one said where, where Sega messed up, where they made the Dreamcast, and you could burn games. Remember when they made the Dreamcast? I do. And you could burn, you could buy, you could go rent the games from Blockbuster, and you could burn them because they didn't have yeah. like burn protectors on them or whatever they put on games now to protect you from burning from copying them. Crazy Taxi was that a Dreamcast game? It was a Dreamcast game. Soul Calibur was and a then, big one. Wasn't there also a tennis game? There was a tennis game. Like a very nice tennis game. Like it yeah. wasn't Mario Tennis. It yes. was like skilled yeah. tennis. Like we, like I had a friend growing up. He had. A lot of systems. He was one of, he was one of those kids. Rich and kid. uh, yeah, oh yeah. And uh, no. And uh, <laughs> he had he had Dreamcast, and I think we only played it for Crazy Taxi and for Soul Calibur, yeah. which is like their version of Mortal Kombat. I remember getting the Dreamcast and then never playing yeah. the Dreamcast. Yeah, it was because PlayStation was out, and then you also had N sixty four. Yeah, and then and then Xbox came out, yeah. and you're like, well, I don't need any of this oh, stuff anymore. Dreamcast, get yeah. out of here. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow at six from Binnie's. You are listening to Black and Abdallah, ESPN one thousand, Chicago's home for sports.